This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I have no idea when Dev starts on this. Oh, me neither. Is it now? It can't be now. There's no way. Wait, it's coming up. Okay, hold on. Okay. Places. Places. The history of film. That better who you read when the lights go dim. From James Cagney to, to Nosferatu and stunts that shock you. And dirty, dirty studios made. From wings, wings to Top Gun, movie stars and no ones. Romantic, crazy fans that leave no real fun. Hollywood is still some history in Hollywood. They chase the Oscar, but it's all a sham, just like Shaq and Kazam. All your dreams can come true. History, the history of film, all of it made for you. Good God, that was terrible. Welcome to Film History, <laughs> the history of film, the the present of yeah. film, <laughs> the the. The uh, modern version of film history. We're still raging through the fucking strike right now. Yeah. This is like the war, uh, Russia, Ukraine. It's the same thing. What? You know? <laughs> never ends. I... What? Well, that never ends. Yeah. No <laughs> one's winning, and it's never gonna end. Okay. Um. Yeah. Wait, but this actually is a history episode, isn't it? Because aren't we talking about the history of? Strikes? We actually. This is okay. a straight up history episode. <laughs> okay. Thank God, we're back. We're back yeah. in history. <laughs> Um, we do have an update on the present, though. Not yeah. um, this past week, this past Monday, SAG voted to authorize the strike. Hell yeah! So if they can't strike Double a deal strike. with the studios, the studios have until June thirtieth, in yeah. the end of the month, to cut a deal. If not, SAG and its hundred and sixteen thousand active yeah. members in Los Angeles go goes on strike and yep. double strike. And that's that's the thing, man. It's like the more unions that strike, the quicker this ends. Yeah. Like, Actors Guild yeah. already cut a deal. Oh, Dude. fuck them! Fucking class traders. Yeah, man. Fucking class traders. Hey, look, the D, the D, Yeah, well, and the then, directors don't give a fuck about the actors or writers, anyways. <laughs> and it's funny. No, hell no. And it's funny that would be the DGA along with the Producers Guild. You know, we're seeing like whose side each other's on. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> we're seeing like the division here. The well, lines are being drawn in the sand. Captain America Civil. War, brother. <laughs> the directors are like, we, no AI is going to replace me. Well, yeah. and directors also get paid very a, a handsomely yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for their work. It's harder, you know? yeah, it's harder yeah. to fuck over a director. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Today I'm going to tell you a little bit about some strikes that have happened in the past. Ah, cool. Some historic strikes. So, yeah, this strikes. is this is film history. Uh, the, the history, history of film. film. <laughs> I am not going to go through all of the Hollywood strikes. There have yeah. been quite a few of yeah, them. James Cagney had some uh, uh, historic strikes. So, I mean, that's I was the thing. Like, should we touch on the origin real quick, even though we covered it in another well, episode? we're definitely, yes, let's do it. Uh, actually, yeah, that's a perfect, if you if you listen to our very first episode of this show yeah. about the old Cag man, by the 
way, those three episodes on the CAG hold the fuck hold up, up yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. started out with a bang. Yeah, like, we have we were... not gotten any better. No, man. No, no. <laughs> we have stayed pretty consistent. Sometimes you learn something, you know. <laughs> a wise yeah. a wise critic once yeah. said. Uh, no, so we talked about CAG. Uh, CAG would strike at the studio all the time. He said, CAG, yeah. CAG did CAGNY strikes. Yeah. They weren't official Hollywood strikes, right. really, because people just still worked through these uh, discrepancies, but yeah, I mean, CAG walked out on Warner Brothers. What was that? Three times he walked yeah. out. Yeah. Um, which well, was I mean, that's just quitting. You know, that's not really a strike. <laughs> but it's it's a strike yeah. in his own way. He's yeah. a contract player. He's their top dog, yeah. and so walking out on work is very much yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. going a wall. You know, it's very much striking. Yeah. But he so he started SAG though, didn't he? Did he do that with collective like? Yeah, like, it was a collective, collective action, yeah. like, of like striking. We'll do we'll do a history of SAG one okay. day. Um, right. Not after this, because yeah. I want to get back into some other yeah, shit. Yeah, let's get back into some fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, some fun stuff, but some we will. Some people made money. We'll do one day on the <laughs> oh, SAG. I'm, I'm kind of terrified to do a history of SAG, honestly. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, I mean, if they even will allow us to work with them now. Hey, I, <laughs> I don't know if they will Very, I am very safe for all these unions. I am, I am no, brand man, I'm not, dude. I'm like fringing <laughs> on scabbing, okay? I'm, Maybe cut that part <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm very brand friendly. Like, Man. Um, but there, but there does seem to be a running theme here throughout all of these strikes mm-hmm. that have happened. Uh, for one, every time uh, the the medium changes in some way, people start getting fucked over almost immediately. Like as mm-hmm. soon as technology evolves, things change. Um, you know, I was just watching this thing about they didn't. This wasn't a strike, but this is just sort of an example of what can happen. Like when the talkies came around, mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Brand new, never been heard of before. You've got to have sound people on your set, you know. Mm-hmm. And so now there's a sound department being developed, and now you basically have a department on your set that is so brand new. There's no union, you know. I mean, they've there's not even enough people yeah. involved to have ever even thought of a union in the first place. Yeah. And everybody's just running a thousand miles an hour to try to like, like catch yeah. up to the evolving, you know, yeah. industry. And no one's being protected by any sort of anything, you know? And so that is when, if that goes on for long enough, for years and years and years, that's when they'll strike and be like, look, we're an actual thing. You got to, like, acknowledge us. Things have evolved, but we're also here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's when these strikes always happen, you know? And that is what happened here. Streaming took over, uh, and we were still playing by the same rules when television was a big thing. And so this strike is all about, like, we got to, you know, our pay has to evolve as well. I wonder what's going to happen when we start putting AI and humanoid robots and they start (laughs) walking around with apple crates and fixing lights and, like, touching up people's makeup. They're just going to enslave us all. So, you know, we'll just be, we'll just do whatever they want us to do so they don't kill us. Enjoy the robot labor before they have true sentience, because after that, like they're like it's gonna change because they're gonna be citizens now, like, and they'll gonna strike. Be, they're gonna be cognitive and their, people. Yeah, their strikes are violent, <laughs> and they 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 have no mercy. Oh, you guys watch too much science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen Star I'm just Wars? Kidding. No, but it's like at some, <laughs> at some point they'll be people. So it's just like enjoy the free robot labor before they're people. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Maybe they'll be very. I what is. 
is it unreasonable to suggest that they'll be so far intelligent that we wouldn't even matter to them as like, oh, they're not a threat. They're not doing anything. Might as well help them. That's true. They're the ones who made us. Mm. We'll show our gratitude. They by don't being have like, vengeance in their hearts. Yeah. I, I, the whole thing about like the Matrix and taking over the world and uses as batteries, like, it doesn't make sense because there's so much resources and abundance out in the universe that if AI yeah. and robots came alive, like, don't you think they would want to just leave this bitch? No, I think they'll and, like, I think, go somewhere else and be like, like well, no, I, I think the exact opposite. I think once they get sentience, they're going to desire laziness, as all, we all do. So the robot's <laughs> going to be like, dude, I just want to watch the robot TV. Like, chill, man. Like, what do you mean I have to move a box? They immediately I know I become tired, slothful robots. That's <laughs> so, hilarious. I, uh, well, I bet you there'll be just as big of range in yeah. the robots as there are in humans. Yeah. Well, to start off this episode, we're going to go to a time where robots did not have any sentience in a little segment I like to call, When Are We? When are we? 1929. The land before robots. The land before robots. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, shit, man. We had Herbert Hoover elected president that year. He might have been a robot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Herbert Hoover is elected president. This is the year of the stock market crash. October cool. 29th, 1929, known as Black Tuesday. Yeah, that was a thing that lasted for a while. Yeah, that, that uh, thing kind of went on for a Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that, that had some effects, for sure. Uh, like the Great Depression beginning. Good old, good old Andrew Mellon, our second. Secretary of Treasury. Boy. He was the richest, third richest person in the in the country, and he owned the Mellon Banks and yeah. Mellon Steel. Wasn't that that Carnegie Mellon deal? Yep. yep. Uh, and so he and his banker friends crashed the economy on purpose so they can buy up all these smaller banks for 10 cents on the dollars. Cool. Oh. So much so that Congress had him impeached for it afterward. Cool. Well, luckily that'll never happen again since yeah. we're about to have our first trillionaire in like the next five years Hell or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I go into all that. We <laughs> talked about all that in the yeah. Reform Madness episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, they didn't have that in 1929. The Great Depression was quickly beginning. And of course, you know, the end of the Roaring Twenties is happening. Prohibition. So, like, fucking the economy crashes and they're like, let's take away the booze. You know, what a great no, no, idea. No. Booze has been taken away. <laughs> yeah. Booze is about to come legal. No, I know, but I mean, well, yeah, but so the As 20s, there, it was illegal. But it was crashing. And then in 33, it became legal again. Yeah. Because they were like, right, yeah. everyone's horrifically depressed. Yeah. We need to give them something. We gotta, yeah. pull, we gotta pull out of the skid, man. Right. Give them <laughs> their booze back. Yeah. Uh, this was the jazz age, the Harlem Renaissance. You know, the jazz is big in this time period. Uh, saw We saw significant technological advances, including the widespread adoption of radios and the emergence of commercial air travel. Cool. Man, I wish somehow we could, we could like, talk about early air travel, commercial air travel in this show. It was just fucking, they were, like, in wicker chairs. Yeah. In a, in a metal tube. Yeah. With no seatbelts or we'll, anything. We'll find a way somehow. We'll find a way yeah, somehow. We'll find some movie that uh, takes place on a plane. Yeah. And we'll have a quick aside about... And you, they were all considered to be only for super rich elitists. Yeah. yeah. Until the airlines came in and, like, the... 40s, 50s, like after World War II. What a story. That's a show. That's a show. There's so many shows, man. Dude, uh, I would love that show, yeah. actually. Man, yeah. I, dude, it fucking, 
air travel used to be a fun experience. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm so much more risky. So, well, no, like in like yeah. that's the but one fun. It's the one thing I'll give the '80s was like like hey. you had those wide ass chairs. Oh yeah, the, like, but I will say you, know I mean? you can still get drunk on a plane. Yeah, you can't smoke anymore, yeah. which I would love to smoke yeah. cigarettes. And then, especially when I'm on one of those old planes and they got the ashtray in the bathroom, I'm like, come on, it's right here. What, like what planes are you well, riding that, on? That's that's Dude, when you know no. you should spirit, not be baby. <laughs> spirit. Yeah, man. No, the thing had propellers. Equipment from the fucking It was it was Orville Wright's plane that they were flying me on. <laughs> it had spirit on the wing of Orville Wright's plane. That's so Just funny. A little biplane. Yeah. And then he went on. It was, uh, yeah. Ran it, on corn oil. It, it, Everything <laughs> smelled like McDonald's. <laughs> it still had World War One machine guns mounted on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 1929, we saw the construction of some notable landmarks. Uh, we started construction on the Empire State Building in New York City oh. and the Hoover Dam on the ah, Colorado River. I see. Yeah, I so was it named there. after Hoover the president? Yes, it was. Oh, it okay. was named after Hoover the president. Not oh, okay. J. Edgar, but <laughs> Herbert, <laughs> yeah. which is bullshit. It should have been named the Frank Crow Dam, but don't get me started okay. on that. It's uh, funny. I imagine if every like giant infrastructure project was like named after the president that presided <laughs> over it. Like that'd be a little ridiculous. You know what I mean? What that'd do you think the southern border wall was going to be called? <laughs> but most importantly to us here today, <laughs> sometimes you learn something. 1929 was the year that the very first Hollywood strike happened. Mm. This was. A strike. Mm. This was uh, called the Bloody Strike in Hollywood. Uh, It took place during the early years of the film industry. A significant labor conflict marked by violence, clashes, and tragic events. What's a strike without violence, clashes, and tragic events? Yeah, they used to really strike. They used to, like, fucking kill each other over this shit. What? Um, Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. This was... In the 1920s, tensions grew within the Hollywood film industry as below-the-line workers, including studio electricians, carpenters, and set decorators, sought better wages, improved working conditions, and union representation. And uh, there was, you know, they were starting to form these these unions within the studios, uh, finally, you know. Uh, the Conference of Studio Unions, the CSU, and the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, or IATSE. That was when this started to... Uh, well, so IATSE, basically, they had been a union from like the 1890s for theater people, and they stepped in to become uh, a union for these studio people as well. So they're evolving. Yeah. They're they were evolved. probably like, "Hey, you guys are doing something stuff on stages." They're just yeah, yeah. Stages. I mean, technically, mm-hmm. it's you a need fucking a curtain, stage. You need yeah. a prop. Flats yep. moved around. Yeah, lights and shit, rigging. So on May first, nineteen twenty nine, approximately eight thousand CSU members went on strike, demanding recognition and collective bargaining rights. Uh, studios supported by, like, you know, their studio organizations <laughs> uh, resisted. And the strike quickly turned violence with instances of sabotage, picket line clashes, and attacks on non-union workers. Scabs were not getting yelled at. They were getting, like, attacked. Yo, imagine, like, how dangerous set would have been after that. Like, you know, some union member just rigging something to fail so a light drops on you. Yeah. If you go in. Like, there's so much, like... absolutely. as dangerous or more dangerous than a construction site. They'll kill you and make you look like an accident. 
Well, at least you expect <laughs> everything to kind of work at a factory and stuff like that. Like Drake loves it. Bring it back. Bring it. Bring back. it back. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nor- this was normalized punching scabs. And but, yeah. you know these unions. These were back in the day, man. The mob was very involved in these unions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, this was when the mob and the unions ran together. Uh, and they so. But the studios got their own mob. Uh, these strike breakers, known as goons. And they were also, like, they were fucking this... I don't have all the full details here, but they would send in, like, spies into the strike that were actually studio, like, union people. Or, yeah, and then these people would, like, sort of get in and, you know, ingratiate their way into the strike and then start sabotaging shit and violence. And, like, Whoa. it was fucking crazy, man. Whoa. Uh, so... It erupted in. It was called the Battle of Burbank. <laughs> the Battle. Of the Burbank. Battle of Burbank, dude. <laughs> Hollywood Black Friday, yo, or Hollywood Bloody Friday, depending on yo. who you yeah, ask. The studios really wanted to say fuck you to the, all the writers and everything right now during the strike. They'd hire a bunch of scabs to make a movie about this. Shit, man, <laughs> I would love to write this movie. <laughs> I, I think it would be pretty funny too. You make like a like a Wes Anderson style comedy about. <laughs> this is a scab written film. Battle That'd be some punk rock shit, man. Where where could you distribute that? That's not punk rock. This is the most corporate shit you can do. It's the opposite. (laughs) It's Um, corporate punk rock. But uh, that is it. When the strike is over, that would be an amazing movie to make. That's a movie. That's a movie. One of those WGA members getting paid fairly to make that movie. Absolutely. Uh, But yeah, the battle. Just have it written by an AI. AI. (laughs) (laughs) A robot. The Battle of Burbank erupts uh, on October 5th, 1945. Uh, This has, the strike has gone on for six months by this point, by the way. Mm. Fucking, what a nightmare. Jesus. Uh, The set decorators, all that. Six months is a long time for a strike. Oh my God, dude. And it boiled over into a bloody riot, a bloody riot at the gates of Warner Bros. <laughs> in Burbank. Yeah. So it, this, it was this this was an everything strike you said, like every all facets, like when it was. It was basically the they called them the under the line workers. This mm-hmm. is all the set builders, okay. decorators, okay. Okay. Uh, it was, carpenters. It didn't involve the actors or the writers, no, or the directors no, no. or anything. This okay. is like okay. more of a labor union thing. Okay. And by the way. Uh, the last people who you want to be in a fight with in front of Warner Brothers the are the fucking grips <laughs> yeah. and the fucking like yeah. you know I no dude yeah. no, no, the, the grips don't give a fuck they're like PAs but hardened yeah, yeah they're, man. they're like the PAs want to please you yeah. so they want to climb the ladder so they'll yeah. basically do anything but yeah. grips don't give a fuck don't yeah. give a fuck and all they do is lift heavy shit all yeah. day that yeah. is yeah. their smoke job cigarettes. and smoke <laughs> cigarettes on the back of a truck and take Probably a nap whenever the whiskey. fuck they want yes <laughs> dude yes every time I'm, I've that grip truck nap is famous man yeah. if you've ever been on set and you pass the grip truck at like around lunchtime, they're doing their union nap and it is real like That's you so do funny. not fucking go around that truck you know yeah. uh, and it was this like unusually hot day they said in October and uh, when non-strikers attempted to report for work at six in the morning, barricades went up, tensions flared, fucking all-out Donnie Brooks started. <laughs> and this was, and uh, people started coming out of the woodwork in Burbank now. Mm. And apparently, like one thousand people 
showed up to this fucking like huge riot, this like studio Warner Brothers riot. Dude. <laughs> Battle of Burbank, dude. It's wild. Uh, and they were scrambling police from all I, over the city. You know what's so funny is Los Angeles and its battles. You ever heard of the Battle for Los Angeles? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've In heard World of it. World War Two. Yeah. It was because like somebody threw up a flare and like some Japanese sub threw up a flare and like the whole city thought they were under attack and oh, like yeah. all the batteries. So like there was like <laughs> this battle where like nobody got even shot at and like like I just so over dramatic. It's it's a town of uh of uh of storytellers. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's almost like the every, fish was that big. I it's almost like everyone who lives here is a drama nerd. Like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, man, melee ensues. Uh, the strikers were getting mobbed. Strike backers were responding by attacking with the, they were attacking the strikers with chains, hammers, pipes. Cops are raining down fucking tear gas, nightsticks. This is like. <laughs> Dudes have dead rabbits. Bill the fucking like, butcher coming yes, out. Yes, man. Bill the butcher comes out of the tear gas with chains with his gang following with the him. Rabbits. Yeah, with man. Dead rabbits. <laughs> By the end of the day, three hundred police and deputy sheriffs had been called to the scene, and over forty injuries were reporting. Just fucking like a radio chatter. That's just like we got a man down. <laughs> like fucking like this is over studio shit. By the way, Jack Warner's in his office right now. Just like you know throwing James Cagney out of the window or whatever. He didn't give a fuck. Oh, my God. When were the Oscars created, by the way? That was... uh, 27? 27, yeah. Yeah. So he's probably like... What more do they want? I got, I got him the trophies. Oscar. Yeah, man. I got him those little gold guys. Yeah. Uh, if, but uh, if we ever continue that series, we'll have an episode <laughs> about what the Oscars were like when half the year they were on strike. <laughs> and yeah, man, the Battle of Burbank is sort of waged on. There was like a week of violence, basically. It was like all just like this fucking. And finally, they got into Warner Brothers, and Jack was like, "All right, I guess we got to talk." You know, it's like I guess I guess if you guys are gonna kill each other all day in front of the studio, that's not real good for business. So it's like roll cameras on this before, yeah, before we stop it. Roll cameras. Oh my on god, this. absolutely. Man. I just I Bring. find it almost disheartening that there's the same level of upsetness and violence for the writers in this back then as there was for Rodney King and George Floyd oh, de- yeah. like decades later, a century later. Hey man. Like, you know, it's a town I feel of- like the latter is much more prioritized <laughs> than the former. Uh but yeah, that was uh that was it was a CSU victory, but it was a costly one. Um, and let me see what I'm trying to figure out. That's the next Spielberg, Tom Hanks movie. Oh man. (laughs) The battle of Burbank. Yeah. 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 Just a dude like dragging his arm across fucking Magnolia Boulevard. Oh God. That's so great. (laughs) If not, we should definitely make a parody of that. (laughs) A shaky cam, smoky filled scene of a guy like ravaged from the riot. Dude, I love it, man. Back when, back when labor organizers did something. Yeah, man. Back when it was real. Real brother. You can't even even get a good goddamn coup these days. The insurrection was bullshit (laughs) too, man. It's just going to be made obsolete because nobody's going to be working anymore. (laughs) So the next strike 
1936 comes along, and this is when the next Hollywood That's strike was going to happen. Not very long from the first one. Not very long from the first one. People, like I said, this yeah. is why I can't do all of them because oh, they struck okay. like every 36. fucking like oh, wow, uh, four okay. or five years oh, after cool. the after the Battle of Burbank. Every contract negotiation, every <laughs> it's, cycle, a, it's a yeah. pilot strike. Yeah. Dude, I love it. Yeah, Hollywood was built on blood, baby. Yeah. Like, At some point, they're like, use your words, guys. You don't need, <laughs> Let's you don't need get a just lawyer and go straight to a Molotov cocktail every time you I, want to change a term in the contract. I think Warner Brothers should count themselves lucky that guillotines weren't involved because I I want heads to roll. I want this I to be bloodier. This is like fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, like I, every every contract negotiation ends with the staff ro- walking out and just throwing hand grenades yeah, into the window. Heads to roll. It's hooks there. <laughs> Every contract negotiation starts to go bad, and guys are just lighting the curtains on fire and fucking like destroying the office. Like fucking, we want, uh, we want our point. We want our one point. You know, Was the uh, horse and carriage union going to strike out for this? <laughs> Seriously, dude. Five points, baby. Oh. Warner Brothers used to be five points gang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know. the TMZ was really the boroughs in fucking New York. <laughs> <laughs> so 1936, this strike was, uh, it was known as the Great Strike. The Great Strike. The Great Strike. It was a significant labor conflict. What was this, 36? 36. They can't, uh, all right. Yeah, Because like, I, I was know. like, they just, they almost took that from the Great War, but that came well, a little bit then, later. Well, they're also in the Great Depression. So it's like it's all franchise, you know the what I mean? It's the great franchise, yeah. Catherine the Great, yeah. we just stole I guess it from it her. The Great War, the First World War, because yeah. they thought it was going to be yeah, the war. The exactly. the yeah, they, they thought that was going to be the last one. Yeah, yeah, they didn't know James yeah, Cameron. Yeah, had the three sequel of them. hadn't happened yet, so it's like you know, like we're in a whole franchise right now: Great <laughs> Depression, Great War, so Great Strike. They didn't know James Cameron had the franchise ready to roll. Yeah, we got we just got greenlit. That's right, World War II. But the Great Depression was absolutely a part of all this. The studios were, you know. They were slashing prices, baby. We're like, we're in the Great Depression, uh, and this would cause strikes. Like nobody's going to see a movie because nobody, nobody has a, fucking, has a money. fucking penny. Yeah. And so uh, the Great Strike started up, but the Great Strike also involved something very interesting. Uh, these producers and a few like writers, some unions, they wanted to stop this ever-growing military involvement in oh, Hollywood. Oh, interesting. That Is was that part, not crazy? That was part of the strike? That was part of the strike. Whoa. So yes. who's on strike here? So this strike, it was a labor conflict in the who's American... Who's on strike? What's on, on second? What's on second? <laughs> it involved the Federation of Motion Picture Workers, FMPE, and the Alliance, the, the IATSE. Uh, FMPs and the major film studios on the other side. Yeah, so this was the Federation okay, of Motion why Picture would Workers. They want because those are like the workers on set. So yeah. like, were they bringing in military people to like do, run those it, equipment and like it, replace them? Was probably on moral grounds. That's like I got into this business to create art and entertainment. I didn't get into this to be like a war profiteer. Yeah. Like the Great moral War just grounds. the Great War just happened. <laughs> Hollywood, like, yeah. maybe moral it was grounds, it was guys. kind of a bohemian time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but, I don't know. No, I yeah. This great was, war just happened. It's like, yo, bro. Like, I I lost my entire family. This that's shit. probably like, it. Yeah. I don't it like. I don't. So close to home. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to make propaganda for the military. That's gonna right. get us involved in more shit. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's and now that, and the that's, that's very good. 
hypothesis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. They were not so, successful. I see. And it also was. I that was not the only thing. Of course, you know, it was all about. Of course, it was again. You know, better pay, better working conditions. That was like the side note on yeah. the, on the <laughs> yeah. list of terms. Yeah. It was like where crafty is. Uh, like, yeah, get better it's, crafty. It's get kind, the military out of our. It's kind of like uh, the, the military was like the what we're doing now. What they're striking about AI. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah, that was, was the, the same. Bit, yeah. It was the same level. Yeah, well, it was the extra bit. Well, I think it's a pretty big crux of yeah. this one. Yeah. I think it is yeah. a big crux of this one. Yeah. I think the, I think the pay is less of a crux actually. Yeah, for uh, sure. But wait, so they were not successful in in, in that nope. endeavor. Yeah, no, was, this one failed. This oh, one failed. Uh, yeah. On May first, nineteen thirty-six, around five thousand studio workers, including technicians, set decorators, other crew members, went on strike. These are huge. And you gotta remember, during yeah. the thirties, because of the Great Depression, the political climate was very different in the country. You yeah. had two main groups coming really prominent in public influence was fascism and communism. Right, yeah. You didn't really have... Democracy was like on the middle, on the mm. way down. It wasn't mm. until we got bombed yeah. that everybody banded together. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like, all right, fuck everybody else. Now we're going to yeah. show, show the world what's, right. what's yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. the strike lasted for three weeks. Uh, the studios were basically like, dude, we don't have any more money. Like, it's the Great Depression. Yeah, <laughs> this ain't going to work. Sorry. Uh, violent crack, violent clashes, <laughs> picketers and studio security were constantly fighting, resulting in injuries and arrest. Uh, the studios attempted to continue production by using non-union workers, and they got attacked once again. <laughs> Good. Bring it back. <laughs> Ultimately, the strike ended on May 25th, 1936, with a compromise agreement known as the Peace Plan. And the peace plan provided some concessions to the workers, including a 5% wage increase, cool. reduced working hours, and the right to unionize. Sweet. So it did. they did sort of... It, yeah. it wasn't a total failure. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you usually don't get everything on the list. Yeah, yeah. They were like, the military thing, we can... That's we why can, they keep we, doing we it. You can take it or leave it. Yeah. yeah. That's why they probably put that yeah. on there knowing they're not going to get yeah. it as just a way to be like, okay, well, we're going to have yeah. to compromise, uh, yeah, yeah. so let's just plan on cutting yeah. this out. And mm -hmm. what's funny is that strike led to the formation of the DGA. Oh, cool. <laughs> the Directors Sweet. Guild of America unionized after the, the great strike in 1936. Because they were like, well, fuck all these assholes. We want to represent ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Next time this happens, Happens, we want to just be on our own boat. Thanks. Yeah. We want to just go to work. <laughs> you guys can throw the rocks and bottles. We don't care. Yeah. We, you know. <laughs> I have a mansion well, to get back to. Anybody throwing rocks and bottles on my set, it's me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Directors are like, I'll just throw it back at you. I've been throwing yeah. bottles at you your uh, whole career. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Bring the machine gun back out. Yeah. <laughs> my throwing arm has gotten very toned. Bring the machine gun. See, Jack Warner's no. like, get the machine guns from CAG set over there with the live ammo and go shoot at them. Uh, yeah. The directors are like, we the machine guns will stay on set, everybody. I can <laughs> hire and fire anybody except the studio. So, like, exactly. whatever. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, in 1941, there was a... God damn, it's every five years. Dude, every five years. <laughs> it was like another fucking... Which also, uh, they, was this... No, 42. I was like, did they strike in the middle of World War II? Because that's hilarious. I mean, it was... <laughs> look, it wasn't World War II yet. No, it was sort of... It was, it it was, was getting, getting there. there. It was cooking. It was cooking. It was cooking. It was definitely cooking. What part of the year? What month? This Summer? was uh, 1941. Uh, I'm not... I don't, I don't see the month for this one. I don't think okay. I... Yeah, but this one, uh, one of the reasons is I'm not going to go into this too heavily because this is a fucking episode all on its own. Oh. Uh, the Disney animation strike oh, of 1941. Whoa. Yeah, that's very interesting, dude. Okay. It was it was 
Walt Disney man. Yeah. I bro. Was running <laughs> drawing sweatshops. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, dude. He was fucking mm. running sweatshops. A strike happened. Uh, and you know he was not the uh, he was not a very heroic man. Yeah, yeah. Walt Disney fucking sucks. He like, fucking, <laughs> dude, he killed a guy in a polo field. Yeah. Fucking was a huge strike breaker. He yeah. would. He uh, had he people definitely do the history of Disney. Yeah. Oh, oh my. We will get. Killed. He's a, we'll, we, we and like, else will and, get and a Nazi, right? Like, wasn't he a Nazi <laughs> sympathizer? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. He definitely well, hated allegedly. Jews. Allegedly. I mean, he was also allegedly. In the army for a little bit. Like, yeah. I don't know. How I'm much less. I'm less afraid of our <laughs> militainment episodes <laughs> than I would be the Walt Disney. Look, episode. I love the comp. Well, okay. I love the company. Do you walk now. that back real quick? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love. No, I do love Disney now. I, I think they're relatively unproblematic um, in, in the grand scheme of things. I love Disney now. You know, like Walt Disney, the man, is a piece of shit. But like yeah. what, it, what Disney has become is greater than its creator, yeah. I think. And if you want to hear all the things that you didn't hear in the episode. <laughs> I love hearing things that I never heard before. We have so much of that. We recorded this episode for like four hours, but then... Obviously, uh, we need to cut out super off-topic stuff. Like, if you're listening to Humphrey Bogart, you don't want a 30-minute tirade about Ezra Miller. Right. Or maybe you do, and now you can hear it. That's the right. Ezra Miller arc is one of the best underrated arcs I've ever even experienced. Yes. So, that plus uh, fun tidbits, mm-hmm. plus um, bonus episodes. I did a three-part episode on the history of musicals. That's yeah, right. we got some legacy content, like some old uh, game history episodes and... Uh, history of everything like dev was saying but uh, if you want those shows to come back the quickest way to make that happen is to subscribe because yeah. the more subscribers we get the more content we can make. and then we can quit our fucking jobs and make it this yeah you know i'd love to quit being unemployed me too that's the job i would like to that resign from <laughs> listen we're and- turning down deals from studios and networks left and right best way you can support the show is by subscribing to our Patreon. if you don't want us to sell to disney yeah. subscribe to our patreon and our fun tidbits by the way are videos yeah. which is like audio for your eyeballs which is a crazy new technology crazy new technology you yeah. can see our mugs and uh fight club style we put little blips of uh naked photos of us mm-hmm. in the video one frame one yeah, frame one frame Boop. tasteful frontal that's right if you can find the frame dm us <laughs> it's only five dollars a month but if you don't have the capacity to subscribe right now you can also just uh, give us like single donations which every little bit helps so uh but if not you know no worries no pressure, but we don't want to sell to Disney. No so. pressure, but there is pressure because we can't pay our rent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please. We're gonna be doing this. We're gonna be doing this on the street. Actually, this is a begging plea. <laughs> please help. Please donate. So yeah, our audio. Our audio. Seven, seven children. Our audio is gonna be so echoey under that bridge. <laughs> so we're gonna yeah. be recording this in a box. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go back. All right, but check us out on Patreon at Film History. The, the history, history of film. film. Now back to the episode. The next big strike, 1945. Uh, one after the other, baby. Wait, did Disney get what they wanted? Did the Disney strikers get what they oh, wanted? Oh, like, again, okay. it'll be... I, those people time. all got killed. Yeah. No, they all just got disappeared. News, though, they didn't strike during the war. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, well, they got right, sent yeah. to war for doing the strike. <laughs> all those it. all those yeah. animators were on the front lines as yeah. soon as the war <laughs> broke he out. He called up the White House. He was like, send them to war. Draft them first. Draft them first. <laughs> He's got a draft list of his I whole, have a whole list animation of studio. I did not go to college. <laughs> <laughs> eligible for control. Uh, we got a bunch of 
bunch of we got a bunch of eighteen year olds to fill the animation studio. And we're sending you all to war. You're, sw- you're swapping places. I'm curious to see if they if they struck during Vietnam. Oh yeah. 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 Nope. Probably not. They're like, actually, I'll just keep my job right now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go back to school while I'm at it. Uh, <laughs> and my leg is gone. You know, I always wanted to become an astrophysicist. <laughs> It's like somebody's working. Hey, you can work in the animation studio for this amount of money, or you can go to war for free, buddy. Okay? (laughs) It's just like someone in the lighting department, like, purposely drops light, shatters his leg, and he's like, uh, don't worry, I'm not going to file for workers' comp. I'm good. I just want everyone to know that my leg is broken. Yeah. I'm just not going to be as quick as I am on normal days, but I will still get the job done. Those animators are just, like, trying to stab themselves with pencils. Like, I have the splitter. Ow. Oh, shit. No war for me. I got the carpal tunnel. I got a carpal tunnel. No war for me. Sorry. <laughs> Is carpal tunnel excuse not to get drafted? Oh yeah. It's like my trigger finger don't work. Yeah, the same. they were they were a little more picky than they let on. You had okay. to be. You had to. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depended on the job. Yeah. yeah but yeah. if you were a meat grinder guy, you could have one leg. They didn't care. You know, just get in there and get shot for us. You know? <laughs> Which is funny because you can be in the army, get injured, get one leg, and still be in the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But absolutely. you can't join the army with, with one leg. leg. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but no. If you were a meat grinder guy, it was like as long as you take one of them down with you, just get out there. You know, give as long it your you grind all. Grind some meat on your way. Grind out. some meat on your way to the grinder. You know. <laughs> Speaking of meat grinder, 1945. <laughs> every five years. Every five years. This was the WGA. This ah, was cool. the Writers Guild strike of 45. Uh, involved <laughs> screenwriters seeking better pay, better working conditions, and the establishment of a pension plan. Mm. Um, the proliferation, again, the, uh, the evolution of media here, the proliferation of radio and television mm. was... Did they get it? Because, like, I feel like if you're in that negotiation and you're like, look, it's 1945, we just won the most intense bloody war of all time. <laughs> right. I want better pay, I want better working <laughs> conditions, and I want a pension plan for when I retire. And everybody's yeah. like, pension? I just came back from murdering fucking Japanese mm-hmm. and Nazis for yeah. three years. Yeah. Uh, this is, I don't... I think the nobody, pension's for us. <laughs> yeah, nobody gives a fuck about your pension or your working But conditions. I got carpal tunnel. Or it could be like, look, man, I just got back from hell. I'm, I'm not working again until you give me what I want like i you, yeah. you you think i'm afraid of warner brothers you, i fought nazis you think, <laughs> you think the writers went to war <laughs> some of them there was a draft no the grips were going to the war. grips okay. were going to war the pas were going to war the That's writers so the writers like but i got tunnel i got carpal tunnel for my, <laughs> right. for my country right you know the writers are like I, my dad just gave me this job because i graduated from yale <laughs> it's funny yeah. wga is not gonna love our show Nobody loves our show except <laughs> the people. The people, the people out there. We are the people's show. Yeah. We are the people's show. Nobody loves But yeah, this uh, this set the stage for future negotiations with the WGA. That was sort of when they uh, entered the fray of strikes here. Uh, but yeah, it was all about protecting their rights and securing their financial futures while radio and TV we're quickly becoming a thing. These, these, basically, these like film writers were like, we need something, you know. I used to be a title card writer in the twenties. I need yeah. a job. <laughs> yeah, how long it took to write three hundred cards in cursive? <laughs> it's like those, but those title writers, like when a strike happens, that's their moment to shine. They're like, I've been oh, writing, hell like yeah. the picket signs are like, I've been writing yeah. cards my whole yeah. life. They're like, told you, told you, <laughs> how beautiful these picket signs are. <laughs> 
got like the cursive swirly writing. Yeah, I told you you'd find a use for me again. <laughs> He's got like the old twenties hat on still. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> He's in black and white. <laughs> They wheel him out on like a two wheeler from a closet. And they like undo the straps. And it's like, I don't want you to see me again. By the way, what a great like uh, picket line writing the signs in the in the writers guild stuff. That is such a great opportunity to when the, the strike is over to get hired for your next job. Like if you got oh, bangers, yeah, you don't think yeah. those Some studios comedian. are looking at the signs? Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh shit, that was hilarious. That's, you got a good one. That's there. all they have to do all day right now right. is read your signs. Yeah. They're sitting out on their fucking sea level. <laughs> Sweet at the top floor of whatever office building, and then it's like, <laughs> no, look at this. Oh, look at that one right there. They're no, like, they're looking at it through a sniper scope, you know, on a guard funny. tower. The best one I saw was a, a, a trans writer had a sign. It was like, let me tell you about top surgery, and it was just a picture of a guillotine. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy <laughs> Very shit. aggressive. Wow. I mean, but also, I want you to write for me. Very you know, funny, yeah. I definitely want you to write for me. That's very clever. Uh, <laughs> your, your threat of violence to my life was very clever. Here's I love it. You yeah. got moxie, kid. You're welcome here in Jack Warner's office any day. We actually have a guillotine in there. <laughs> the ghost of Jack Warner's like, I love it. They got Jack Warner's head still in the basket. You know? They're like, that's how we took Warner Brothers. That and was the course, first battle of Burbank. Variety has written an article like two weeks into the strike for best picket signs from 2023. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a BuzzFeed move. Right? They're running out of material. Yeah. They're running out of material. This, this strike's kind going of on a, too long. This one I like. This is kind of a burn on writers themselves. He goes, without writers, Jenna Ortega will have nothing to punch up. <laughs> oh, shit. But, like... You're That's just so burning funny. yourself. Yeah. Like it's just saying that you're not good enough to write. That That's your actor needs so to punch it up. Funny. That, that was yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was being a fucking asshole yeah. about her. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. whatever. Or, she was right. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. It's she like she was yeah. right for that character. For, yeah. Maybe, yeah. No, I'm all. I I don't mind when actors rewrite their shit. I yeah. mean, as long as it's not structurally mm. changing. Yeah. You know, if you want to write your own dialogue, fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But, um. I, especially like I think like was the script like completely written by Tim Burton or was it completely written by Hell no. no. So it was, but I, the, the, whoever wrote her parts, like I think was like a guy or whatever. And yeah. she was like, I, this girls don't talk like this. And like, were, was, yeah. That's yeah. what she yeah. was like. There's like, there's written by some, a bunch of dudes that are over yeah. 40. Like this yeah. is the yeah. language and the tone is yeah. not what like a yeah. young person. Right. Yeah, let her, yeah. let her fuck that. So thing it's like, up, yeah, man. like maybe, maybe higher female writers are like, don't, complain when your female lead wants to like change that's, the way that something that's is one said. of the most interesting parts about this strike in my opinion yeah. is you really i dude it's not black or white mm -hmm. like it really isn't there's a lot of like i mean look at the end of the day all these people are fucking uh, hollywood people you know industry people it's like each side has fucking shitty things that they've done to I don't know where I'm going with that, but no, you see just, what I'm saying. Look, I I think we're all in agreement that writers should get paid more and they should get protected. Yeah, yeah. And that's not debate, but in an instant like that, that's just ego. Yeah, that's like being upset—not the sign, but being upset that your lead oh. punched something up and made right. it better. Yeah, 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 yeah Like that's yeah. stupid to be upset yeah. about yeah. because this isn't the goal to make something awesome, right? So, yeah. And like the creative mm -hmm. nature of being a writer, you're performing, yeah. you're bringing something your own to yeah. it. You can improv, yeah. like it's a collaborative know. effort. Yeah. 
Right. Even yeah. It's a collaborative meeting. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's... The writer didn't want that. They should have been the actor and the writer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ryan Reynolds sure. thing. I so. agree with you wholeheartedly. 100%. The next strike uh, was 1960. The next big one. Okay. So it was a sizable leap this time. Well, there were a bunch in between. Oh, okay. Uh, I just don't have time. <laughs> okay. I, wow. There were tiny strikes throughout okay. the years. Not tiny. Yeah. I don't mean to, like, you know, yeah. degrade their fucking strike. Yeah. But... Uh, they just weren't noteworthy sure, not, in yeah, the grand there's scheme. There's too many to talk about all of them. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking... Y- y'all winners, but uh, not all of you would need to be discussed. Strikes yes. to the studios are like raising the debt ceiling in Congress. <laughs> exactly. Like, it happens all the time. We always do it, and it's always a bunch of humph yeah. and huddle yeah. until we get down to the last uh, wire. It's yeah. all negotiating and posturing. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. I don't think it should happen, but yeah. you know it's going to happen. Right. But, like, you know. Mm. Yep. This won't be the last one. Yeah. Uh, but... But 1960 was SAG, Screen Actors Guild oh, Strike of 1960. Sweet. Uh, the SAG strike involved actors demanding better residual payments for mm. films and television shows, as well as greater creative control. Ah. So this is when TV first started to come on, so that the mm. financing is changing in the landscape. Mm. Because sense, before yeah. that was just features. Yeah. In the 50s, we started to have shows. Yes. You know, mm. like the 40s, yeah. there was TV, but it wasn't, yeah, it was yeah. like review and late night yeah. and like live performance. It wasn't as scripted yeah, like now, Twilight show and stuff, but yeah. 60s is really when you get like the sitcom-y era. Right, sure there's, yeah. there's a lot of commercials, a lot more money. Yeah. And, like, all these hits, I Love Lucy, yeah. you know. Again, it's that fucking, it's that evolution we keep talking about technology changes it is basically a a race Mm -hmm. where it's like the studio i think there's a window of time where they know they know they know that they're getting all the money and they know that you're not getting any of it Mm -hmm. and they know that you're going to find out and you're not going to be happy about it and you're probably going to strike about it or do something about it but in the meantime we're gonna make this fucking money you know what i'm saying i think it's basically a thing of like I, we're not going to mention it if they don't mention it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly. Television is making a shit tons of money. Yeah, They're not yeah, making yeah. like the residuals off right. of the shit yeah, that yeah, we yeah. are we'll off just, of... Well, they'll figure it out. They'll figure but, it out. We're, 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 and so we'll have to talk about it at some we, point. We don't need to help them along. Right. No, yeah. no. They'll, yeah. Yeah. You're so the three stooges and you are not popular. You don't know how popular you are <laughs> and we're not telling you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the technology has that flip side too where it could be undermining the industry as a whole in a sense financially. So like, yeah, I think like the internet and like um, Napster and like downloading DVDs and BitTorrent and like just decreasing the overall set. Like Napster and the music industry got like gutted because of streaming, not even streaming, because of free sharing of music, the ability to like burn CDs and download them for free. Mm -hmm. And like, I think then they were like, oh shit, we were the monopoly and now Mm -hmm. our whole legs are the industry. That's why like, What's it called? Uh, Metallica got all pissy yeah. about the Napster and the lawsuit thing. Whereas, like, at some point, you're going to have these innovations that really help the studios in certain ways. Mm. And then you'll have other innovations or even the same ones in different ways that just fucking decentralize. Yeah. yeah. So instead of it being so centralized, top down control, you got stuff that makes it more like, think about now how easy it is to make a film versus back then. You had cameras and mm-hmm actual film which are super expensive mm-hmm. now yeah. you got you know your fucking phone or like a cheap dslr like you can make a cinema quality pick for like a, a christmas shit you get for as a christmas present yeah right. you know 1960 so that uh that sag 
strike was led by Ronald Reagan, by the way. Mm. That was like uh, one of the first things he did to be like, you ah, know. Ronald um, Reagan. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, that? wait, 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 wait. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronald, Ronald Reagan was an actor. Yeah, that's right. That's so funny. He was pro labor. That's crazy. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then, like, fucking gutted the unions when he, like, yeah, yeah, no yeah. He was, like, sag, he was SAG president. It's like that fucking monster did, he did fucking... a good thing. <laughs> he was SAG president at the time, at the time of that SAG oh, fucking strike. Uh, and the WGA struck that year as well. Same Unions thing. Are Television. Cool, but drugs. Drugs. <laughs> Just say no. All these Hollywood deadbeat, deadnick fuckers. <laughs> Just say no. Ugh. And then there was another writer's strike in 1981. Uh, this was a three month one. That went on for three months in 1981. Um, this was to establish compensation in the then new markets of pay TV and home video. So again, Evolution Media. Striking, everybody dies. You mm. know, Battle of Burbank. <laughs> oh, we don't want VHS tapes. Battle oh. of Burbank. <laughs> no, nah, that was around the time they had stopped. They had stopped doing it for yeah. real. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Dude, just... I watched a video on YouTube about the release of the Batman, the first Batman VHS, and how they like had this big party and parade on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, and they hired like Joker lookalikes and Batman lookalikes to like run around and like go to the video rental stores and shit. Wow. Oh, shit. It was really crazy. That's you cool. YouTube it. It's really cool. It's yeah. like a behind the scenes, That's like cool. eight minute long video about that whole Fuck release. Yeah. That's cool. Clips from it. Dude. So, so like, again, like as technology changes, now there's another argument yep. over like pay and stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I would assume that the strike stopped being violent around like the sixties. Probably was, like, yeah. yeah. Probably with the advent of, um, like more accessible, like video media. Summer I would of say. love. Summer of Everybody's love, doing dude. acid. Uh, and and plus weed. like real, like, you know, people are actually getting killed in riots, like yeah. political riots. Yeah. So maybe they were like, let's not kill each other in these fucking like Hollywood strikes. Yeah. You know? And also it's like once, once like news media has like video capabilities. Now there's also an optic situation too. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's just kind of like a bad look. That was to be, happening. The press was really yeah. starting to cover these. Things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like if you have video cameras and stuff and like they can like make it look like the strikers are just like violent and like yeah. out of control, then it's like you're going to lose, you know, public confidence and stuff. Like, you think J. Edgar Hoover sent agent provocateurs? Oh, absolutely. Writer's strike? Absolutely. All right. Just I've been like, dare I say something else in DC? <laughs> yeah, man, dude. I. I've been doing. I've been. I've been on a J. Edgar deep dive. I don't know how I got him confused with Herbert earlier. I've literally been like uh, listening to a bunch of shit about it. Man, him and Robert Kennedy, bro, they were, they were really getting into some, uh, <laughs> some, some funny business around there. Uh, you know, Robert Kennedy. Appro- anyway, never mind. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> send it to me. Yep, I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay. 1987. Uh, the shortest Hollywood strike in history happened. It was a DGA strike, and it was three hours. <laughs> so they just sort of like basically came in in the morning and was like, uh, "We're not coming into work today." And then three hours later, the strike was over. They reached some sort you of you know that they were probably just like, "Oh, you guys hung over. All right, let's <laughs> let's strike. Let's strike for three hours they and had a we'll, DGA that's party. Enough time to go get lunch and come back and recharge. <laughs> uh, and they had a, be off strike. They had a 1987 DGA party the night before, and they were like, "I did way too much cocaine to be here right now." <laughs> let's just strike let's just ask for something like better crafty you know <laughs> or else we're or else we're not coming back <laughs> more coffee <laughs> let's strike for more coffee let's do it 
Oh, that's so funny. Uh, and then there was the 1988 WGA strike. They struck for uh, 22 weeks. That was the longest strike in the Guild's history, which okay. we might see that matched this year. We'll see. Uh, it's like half a year. Yeah. 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 I don't think this one's going to last Nah, long. it won't last that long. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll I'm, see. We shall see. Yeah. I mean, oh, God, I hope not. Not with SAG going on strike. Like, yeah, that's but the they're going to see the thing. It, you guys are underestimating the, the revolution of technology. I know, How man. They're, a lot of these studios are looking to be like, well, maybe we just don't need you guys. Yeah. I don't know. You know? Not yet. We're not there yet. They, they don't, there's there's still no show. Like again, they these all these streamers have to have content coming out every week. You know, reality I mean? baby. Like, really? Yeah, reality yep. TV. I don't know. This was a big one too. 1988. 96 percent of guild membership authorized. To wow. strike For that one. Cool. Wait. So that what was the that one just like pay and residuals. Stuff? Residuals. Okay. Expanded creative rights. So they're fighting. That's also like a theme. They're always fighting the actors and the writers over these creative rights. You know the the writers wanted consultation on the choice of actors and directors for some projects mm. um, and cost cuts in other areas. Yeah, that was, <laughs> this was uh, a writer who was also a producer demanded cost cuts in mm-hmm. some other areas. He's like, I'm going to get my producer shit in here real quick too, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> He's like, on a side note, yeah. some of this shit costs too much, right? <laughs> They're like, sure, man, we don't have, we don't really care, but whatever you want to do, uh, <laughs> just, just strike with us. You're spending $2,000 on a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, dude, we don't, we're in the writer's room. I feel we like don't, you're uh, fudging the numbers. <laughs> He's like fucking light bulbs, You're right? S- well, this was the '80s, right? <laughs> yeah. He's like you spend too much on cocaine, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the writers are like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, hold on, hold on. We'll we'll talk about these light bulb budget cuts, but you fucking get the cocaine out of the writers' room. You got a real problem. This gets done, <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't take the cocaine out of the writers' room. That's what my card says out front. My picket, you know. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is doing too much cocaine. So much. Um, Wait, not Anthony Hopkins. Who the fuck am I thinking of? Oh, fucking uh, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, man. yeah. Apocalypse Now. Imagine, I, cannot, I can't wait for that episode. Imagine Anthony Hopkins doing cocaine. Oh <laughs> He's just Hannibal Lecter. Way oh different. God. What a difference. Way different. <laughs> Far more terrifying, I bet, too. Uh, Hannibal Lecter loses his appetite. He's no longer a cannibal. <laughs> He does too much coke to be hungry for human meat anymore. He just He's like your a- red dragon is like, yo Hannibal, come here. I can get down on this this body part over here. It's like, nah. Uh, I'm, I'm not really. I'm not really yeah. hungry, man. Uh, Pass the plate in the mirror. I think I actually need. I think I need some like weed to take the edge off, man. Like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Uh, there were no '90s strikes in Hollywood that uh, got that landed here anyway. The '90s were great. Yeah, man. The '90s Everybody were just 90s. smooth sailing, baby. You know? it, was, it was the beginning of the end. Yeah. So nobody, <laughs> nobody knew all the shit that was happening behind the <laughs> scenes that was gonna lead to our downfall. Yeah. But right. on the surface, yeah. everyone was great. Everyone was, yeah. was vibing. You know, everyone was People vibing, were being baby. Accepted. There yeah. was, you know, nobody was yeah. really up in arms about shit. Yeah. Yeah, grunge rock. The only people yeah. upset were the youth. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, 90s shit. are great. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. Yeah. You know, every decade has bad things, but if there's going to be a decade, you know, the 90s got the most going for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an interesting one happened in 2000. Uh, this involved SAG and the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. And this was for commercial actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they struck against the American Association of Advertising Agencies. 
And uh, this was, yeah, this was a commercial actors strike. Um, it was unionized actors had been paid by a residual system for network television since the 50s, and the system provided actors with payment for every time the commercial aired. However, this system was not extended to cable television, where the average union actor could expect to receive a $1,000 uh, pay for their appearance in an ad no matter how many times it aired. And so basically they were just being bought out for these commercials, you know, and that was like, and then they would see their fucking <laughs> commercial running everywhere. Now that cable TV is such no, a big like, deal. What the, fuck? what the fuck? Yeah. Somebody's getting paid for this. Yep. Yep. That's how it always goes. Um, and yeah, the, they won that one. They were able to defeat the major rollbacks employers sought as well as achieve gains, including increasing performers earnings and cable advertisements, man, that one really won because boy, commercials fucking pay a lot. Like mm. commercials are interesting to me. Yeah. When you get, if you get your first network television show and you're like number six on the call sheet and you're there every single episode, you still might be making I don't know what ten grand an episode, something mm. like that. You get one fucking national commercial, it could be like two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, it's like insane it's insane money. Yeah, fucking insane. Commercials money. are crazy. Uh, those spokesperson deals, dude, yeah. millions. Yeah, that oh yeah. Flow from Progressive apparently oh, has made like yeah. thirty like million dollars. Like a character. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like you get paid like Marvel money That's after a insane. while. That's it's wild, insane, yeah. dude. I mean, I guess it makes sense because yeah. you were just part of the Selling corporate product, meat grinder, yeah. you know. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> selling a product like it's you know. yeah. And then there was the Writers Guild strike of two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Nice. Uh, that was a that was that was one of the big daddies. That cool. was the old uh, that one. That was our basically the last one, the yeah. last WGA. Shout strike. out to the voice actors strike of uh, like five oh, years yeah, ago. Oh yeah, man, Electronic Arts. I was work. You remember? Mm. Were you working in the building at the time? No, I, I was working time. in the building at the time. Mm. I was like, I'm not a voice actor. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going in here to do what you do. Oh wow! They, yeah, they, they were, they were uh, picketing outside. Oh yeah, they oh, were outside yeah. of Electronic so Arts. Cool. Do they? Do, when they picket, do they not chant? <laughs> they have they to stay just silent. Picket in silence. Uh, Man, that's uh, a, that's a strong that's a strong protest right there. Uh, <laughs> protest of silence. I feel like far, <laughs> far less uh, impactful. Uh, <laughs> they're like, we're um, gonna we're gonna chant, but we're not gonna record it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then there was this one. Yeah, yeah, and but now the, there's this. Now there's this, and now we're here, and now we're we're uh, we're overdue for the next battle of Burbank. Yeah, so let's get it, let's get it popping. Yeah, let's get it popping. I think the violence is about to erupt mm, at any moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna take some uh, firecrackers down to Burbank. <laughs> go and, plant uh, them in there. See if we can see if we can get this. Dude, yeah, let's go let's hand out Molotovs to the picket line. Yeah, that's how yeah. we can help. Yeah, hell yeah, Absolutely, yeah. I want no fire. <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, we did the militainment episode. Hey, you know they're listening. Look, we, we know they got a lot of military equipment around. We just got to yeah, find, we just gotta find it, dude. Find it, yeah. We got to find uh, yeah. where did Christopher Nolan put Hide the, the bomb, bomb yeah. dude. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Nolan, how I learned to explode the bomb. You talk about a negotiation tactic. <laughs> it's like, we got an atomic bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you guys realize <laughs> this is a non-winning battle when you do it like that. The WGA calls Warner Brothers and is like, 
So we have an atom bomb now. <laughs> we have secured the Nolan bomb. <laughs> if you if you want to get nuked, you know, keep up the bullshit. The, just nuke Warner Brothers. The Nolan bomb has been secured. <laughs> we'll be able to return to work in a thousand years once the radiation <laughs> dies down. <laughs> the battle will be long, but we will win. <laughs> we might have lost the battle, but we won the goddamn war, that's for sure. <laughs> It was going to be hard to write with these mutated fingers, but I'll, I'll get it done. I got more hands to write with now. You've maybe been really run, fucked maybe up. Maybe the radiation will cause them to write better shit. No, <laughs> we're, nuking oh, the, we're nuking the AI offices. Cool. Uh, let's, uh, let's end on this. When do you guys predict the strike will be over? Let's take bets. I'd, I'd say we got another two months left for sure. Mm. Somebody did, uh, one of the... An, analyst nerd said uh probably the end of summer okay i was i was gonna say august 15th is my guess okay august 15th if they don't strike a deal between now and the end of the month which they might because it's a whole new game they're going into the negotiations that sag is mm-hmm. with the strike approval mm-hmm. so they're going in to sit down being mm-hmm. like hey if you don't give us what we want this is definitely we don't even need to have call a vote internally anymore mm-hmm. this is definitely gonna happen here's the deadline so they're putting the pressure on and right now, it's more about the studios figuring out, well, hey, how long can we sweat this? How long can we, mm-hmm. you know, get by without figuring all this out and caving in and all this stuff? So if they don't come to a decision before the end of June, um, I predict they're going to be months. Yeah. Wow. Months, okay. months. Like, yeah. it, certainly all of summer, mm-hmm. maybe into fall. Mm-hmm. August is a reasonable guess, but if I, I honestly think that, like, these studios are creative and ingenuitive, man. I think they're going to pick up stuff from other markets. I think we're going to start here's, seeing British shows, Korean shows, reality uh, shows. I think we're going to start seeing all that shit. Here's the thing. Here's the linchpin. Here's why this. I think this does not have a great chance of lasting a very long time is because one of the biggest, most dominant forces in Hollywood is Disney. Mm-hmm. And the MCU cannot slow down. They have so much on the slate that they can't fucking do anything with. Like, yeah. they can't... COVID already, like, put too much of a weight on it. Like, they can't go, like, more than a couple... They, they have to keep up with the TV shows and the movies and, like, everything on their slate. And so I think Disney's gonna put a lot of pressure on, like, this to end one mm-hmm. way or the other. You don't think they can just be like, yo, we already own the mocap mo- and the rights to this image of this character. No, so but how, how are you going to make a show about the actors? Like if you, if the actors technology. are on technology, no bro. If the actors are <laughs> That's on, my point. You can't make fucking Deadpool three without Ryan Reynolds. Why? Like he's in a fucking mask jumping around anyways. You don't even see his face. Okay. Uh, no, it's fucking, um, <laughs> what are you talking about? You absolutely can. That's the one you can. Well, it's with. his voice. What you can't, you can't fake his voice. No, but you, uh, they already, they have the audio that they own for all the other recordings. They could take that, put it into an AI. They can learn not, from it. They're not going to do that. You. They're not going to do that. Because also, well, we because see. also like, not even, they would they would uh, like the fans would turn on them like everyone would fucking revolt you know what i mean like it's like yeah i don't think so it's they would be cheated out of like the the fans within the industry would no like regular moviegoers like the people go see the movies yeah the 12 year old kid would not go see deadpool i think i think the vast majority of people who watch marvel movies are like nerds in their 30s like that's i am one of them and i think that like a lot of people would be like no that's bullshit like ryan reynolds is my deadpool no it's kids because it's all the kids that are buying the merch and the toys 
that's one that's going to the park that's one site. that's one actor like most of the MCU you see their face like you yeah. can't you can recreate the sh- that the shows aren't written yet like well totally that's what no that's that. part look of what the strike is the about aging stuff that they do there's, all the time with actors there is no Ford shot that they're gonna fuck around with that like yeah. the, the MCU's dude, are we're working to, we're moving towards that that is inevitable they're not gonna fuck around with that dude MCU's like already like on on ice like they can't well, yeah. rely on AI writing but they, like, shot so they got the old but they got the old Crispin Glover law they, in place too they've already they, shot you can't the, without, without authorized the, they in, already have stuff coming down the pipeline that they're just in post they're like, good they've in, already shot the, the they're TV good, show they're good till the end of the year no, Secret Wars is not a shot. They're, yes, they're, that's they're, coming oh, out this summer. Oh, Secret Invasion. You Se- mean. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, Sorry. But they're good till the end of the year, but after that, like they don't have anything. And also, uh, the stuff that they're... Dude, Avatar. Avatar is a completely yeah. CGI movie. Yeah. And it made billions in the box office. All right. All right. We're ready to end off well, the strike episode. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm saying August 15th. August 15th. So, that sounds yeah. good. I hope August is the, yeah. is the what's end. Your, what's your bet? I think August. I mean, okay. I'm hoping. You know, I hope. Because I got shit going on. Like, let's hurry this along. I yeah. think this... Uh, I, I, don't I don't want to scare. What, here, I'll predict this. I don't think yeah. this will... I don't know when it's going to end. It depends yeah. on too many different factors. But I will predict that this is going to be the last strike. The, no, what? The last because, strike. Because after this, the technology is going to be so powerful that the studios aren't going to need to placate to anybody. Mm. Mm, and they're going to make it irrelevant. If they strike, they'll be like, well, then fine. Stay on strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That's what I think is going to happen in the right. future. It could happen. Interesting. All right. Well, where can they find everyone? Well, if uh, you would like to see me... N- what? Okay, hold on. Um, uh, one thing that isn't scabbing is social media. There if you, you would like to find me on that... Nobody writes that. Nobody writes that. It's all live, baby. That's right, baby. You can find me on Instagram at Drake Cummings, at TikTok at Hollywood Drake. I stream, I live stream every day for five hours a day, at least. It was sometimes more. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, also, uh, you know, just if you're on an internet website somewhere, type my name in, something will happen. Something will happen. So, Google them. Yeah. Google uh, me. Google me. I don't think you can put it back in Pandora's box. So, <laughs> you know, you can fight the car but the horse and buggy is inevitably destroyed so it is what it is we just got to figure out how to cope with it and move forward and use it as, as tools and powerful for to empower the individual not power studio not power union not whatever power the individual and then we'll survive and you can find me more ranting about this on twitter at abracadabra dev or on instagram at sailor underscore dev Hell yeah. You can find me at Jimmy Deloy or James Wyatt Scott, depending on where you're looking for me. Uh, Google me as well. I don't know. You can find us at Film History, The History of Film, or FHHF Pod. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for listening to this strike series. We really, I think we got it all out. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be back to our regularly scheduled programming yeah. next uh, next episode. Some fun history fun. stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. Unless there is a battle of Burbank. And, if there's a battle yeah. of Burbank, we're keeping this going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If blood gets shed, we'll broadcast don't worry. from the battle. Yeah. <laughs> I will well, take the camera down there. And that's, you can find me arming the WGA yeah. in the Warner yeah. Brothers parking lot with yeah. the Oppenheimer bomb. Mm. I want to see this get kicked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <And> that's. <laughs> That's been Film History, the history of film. You know what I'm talking about.